mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey everyone, just wanted to take a second and say, uh, first of all, that this episode is about gambling. A little bit of a trigger warning that uh, we do talk about some addiction. Um, also, I just want everyone to know this was a really hard episode for us to record. In the beginning, we had a lot of fun talking about our memories about it uh, growing up and when we were first together and stuff. And then it definitely takes uh, a big turn when we start talking about um, a period of time when things with it really changed for us. So um, as always, we're not experts. We're literally just telling our story, um, good and bad. We have had wonderful times and we've had really hard times. So here is the story of our experiences with gambling. Hey guys, welcome back to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. I want to understand your your thoughts behind this this episode. Is this something to... We're talking about gambling, mm-hmm. right? I feel like I'm just being thrown under the bus for this episode. No, not at all. I okay. didn't want you to feel like that at all. Okay. First of all, I'm happy to be sitting here with you. Oh, thank you. I am. It's, you know what? I feel like we've had a non-communicative... Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like week thing going on well the kids the kids started back to school it's back to school i'm stressed out i feel like you're stressed out and it i think we just it gets into this this well it's my busy season it's your busy season right Mm -hmm. so it's like we don't talk it's hard so i'm happy the kids are out of the house now yeah we're alone sitting down and doing this and it feels good yeah it does yeah i hope it will feel good in like 30 minutes no i was not trying to throw you under the bus at I know, all. I know. Sometimes these topics come to me when I'm watching something or doing something because I'll all of a sudden think about a story that's happened between us or something in life. And then I'll be like, oh my God, that I would love to tell that story on the podcast. And for us, gambling, first of all, we talk about a lot that we live in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as much as I like to travel and I like to go places, um, I feel like I'm a tried and true Jersey girl. Like, I love New Jersey. I really do. I, I There are aspects of where we live that I don't love. Sure. But I also do think that, listen, we're an hour from New York City. We're an hour from Philadelphia. We're 30 minutes from the beach. We are an hour and a half from yeah, Atlantic there's a, City. There's a reason we pay the taxes we pay because we're centralized for everything. Like we have access to whatever we want. Mm-hmm. The beach, the cities, the airports, the, you know, I, I mean, the, I feel the, like the we're ocean. just always paying for fucking construction on the turnpike in the parkway <laughs> because right. there's 
always construction going on on the turnpike in the parkway. Um, and I asked on Instagram what people think of when they think of New Jersey. And it was a lot of like. Oh, is it like big hair? Well, it was a lot of Jersey Shore. Oh, so annoying. I put I put our picture of um, us sitting there at dinner. The where we took the picture where Snooki was behind us. <laughs> They're not even from Jersey, first of all. No, but they are renting a house right around the corner from us right now. Oh. So it's not even Jersey Shore because we don't live at the Jersey Shore. Really? They're like yeah. Right well, there are camera crews. If you go outside the house a lot, I was r- driving by the other day with, with um, one of our friends, and there was camera crews outside. I'm like, what are they filming there? She's like, that's the Jersey Shore house. I'm well, like, but we're not in the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I know. I know one of the, I don't know who they are. I know one of them bought a house near us like 10 years ago. Yeah. Since then, I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, are they doing something? No. Like, are they no, filming no. At they, house? Yeah, they film at that house, and it's an. I mean, it's a nice house, but why not go somewhere? I don't know. There's way nicer places in New Jersey to live. Should we crash it tonight? Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can handle all that. Yeah. But uh, and I've never even watched the show. Have you ever no, watched the show? No. So, but I, it's 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 like a spectacle. It's yeah. fun. Uh, so I feel like we both, you and I, we've spoken about before. We love excitement. We love, uh, having fun. We like to get caught up in the moment a lot. And that has been really fun in our relationship. It's also led us to some problems. And I feel like I want to talk about I some of my best memories in life are in in Atlantic City right. and 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 also like Vegas. I've only been to Vegas twice, but I really love it there. And I just kind of feel like I wanted to talk about. Yes, there's been a whole we we went through a period of time where gambling was very problematic for us in our relationship, but it's way bigger than that. Well. It wasn't, oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. But it wasn't gambling that was the. Right. I want to get to that too. And I agree with you. That was, that was a symptom of the problem. Well. Oh boy. Not even maybe. We'll find out. Okay. We'll keep going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That might be a little problem because I think we see that differently. And I think sometimes maybe in my mind it gets blown up a little bit because I was the one dealing with the ramifications. And for you, it's a little bit less. I think maybe you downgrade it because it's 2020 hindsight. Like it doesn't feel as bad to you. Okay. Well, we'll find out. I, will we? Yeah, we? I don't know. know. No one was there videotaping it, so we don't know what really <laughs> happened. But uh, but for me... Listen, I, honesty is my thing here. I am mm-hmm. holding nothing back. Right. It's honesty, but are you? Are, sometimes we're not really honest with ourselves, and so if we're not being honest with yourself... No, I'm honest with myself at this point. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, good. But but anyway, uh, mostly for me, when I think about our our history with gambling... I smile mm-hmm. a lot. I yes. loved all the uh, how how much being close to Atlantic City was such is such a fun part of where we live. Well, I was looking back at the questions you sent me, and I smiled a lot because I had a lot of great memories of when you and I first met, and we went to Atlantic City a lot together. And I have a lot of great memories from that. So. We'll get into all that. Yeah. All right. So 
anything else before we just get into this? Well, or? I was I we a few episodes ago. I just wanted to say one thing. A few yeah. episodes ago, we spoke about the we were doing the sense of self episode, and we were talking about experiences that we still want to have, even though we're parents and we've had kids. And I spoke about you spoke about peyote, and then I brought up ayahuasca, right? Which are these um, drugs that supposedly are like hallucinogenics, and they they are they supposedly give you a um, a a different kind of experience where you feel very much in control, but you also feel very much like you experience these memories like you've never experienced before. While you're shitting yourself. While you're shitting yes. yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I, it's so interesting because I spoke about Chelsea Handler and this is like the fucking, like, this is like forget marriage and martinis. This is becoming like the Chelsea Handler wrap up podcast <laughs> i feel like no, I, I feel like no, the last going there i feel like the last four episodes i've talked about her but i do love her and i know she's not everybody's cup of tea but i think as far as honesty goes and vulnerability goes i feel like she talks a lot about her shit and i i i respect her for that um but they, they she just did an episode about her experience with ayahuasca she went with jenny mullen who's married to jason biggs Yes, Jason Biggs, American Pie. American Pie. I know that. I, I, Jenny Mullen is her own person, and she has her own success. Who is she? What was she from? I knew you don't know her. I don't. I I knew that the only way that you would know her was if I said right. she's married to Jason Thank Biggs. You. Um. So, but I, you know, that's not how she's identified. Of she course. is, and I've read her. For books. me, that's how she's. Identified. I love her books, and you and I have some funny baby nurse stories. And she wrote in one of her books all about her funny baby nurse. Oh, really? Stories. We should one day do an episode about okay. that. But, um. They did ayahuasca together, and one of the, they just did an episode on Chelsea's Chelsea. We're on first yeah, name basis of course. now. Uh, on on her podcast about their experience, they all came she, and their friend Dan. All three of them came together and spoke about it and asked whether or not they would do it again. And one of the things that they said, because I really do want to do it, yeah. I want to have. And they did it in Peru. We were wondering where. Okay. And it was in Peru. And one of the things that they said, though, is that. You're, and I don't know if this is true. I have to verify this, but you're supposedly not supposed to be on antidepressants when you do it. Oh, yes. Uh oh. So I said. So how many weeks? One of our friends, who I think would be a really good person to do it with, like who I would like to go with, I told her that, and she's like, "Oh shit!" She's like, "I listen to your podcast. I don't know if I want you going off antidepressants (laughs) to do this." (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I want you. Right. It would have to be something that very regulated that I would have to go and really see a doctor about and everything. But I do want to do it, so. I would have to figure that all out. Right. So f- you need to find that doctor who's like, well, you don't need to really go off them. It's fine. Go ahead mm. and do it. And get that signature on the paper. Yeah. I, right. But I also don't want to become paranoid just because I'm on antidepressants. If I don't go off, I could see myself with my OCD no, going. I'm, that's what going I'm saying. In, no, but I could see myself going into that scenario and taking the drug and then being like, oh, fuck, I'm on antidepressants and freaking out about well, that. No, that's what I'm saying, that you want that doctor who says, no, it's fine and go do it. It's not going to affect right, you. Right, but in the moment with my OCD, am I going to be able to say, oh, it's fine? I don't know. Or am I going to freak right. out? Well, that, that'll happen either way. I hope not. I think so. I'd like to try it. I would. I would like to try it. I don't know if it will happen, but I would like to try it. And I would like to go to Peru, so double. Sure. Double one. And it's a little bit like gambling, taking a drug like that, right? Like, you know, what the fuck <laughs> is going to happen? <laughs> no, not with your life. I think it's pretty safe like that, but you end up not knowing where your head is going to go. And Yeah, yeah. I'm in. 
right. So I just so, wanted to talk about that follow up because first of all, I did not know how to say ayahuasca. I still don't know if I'm saying it correctly. That is correct. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh. Ayahuasca. No, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a throwback kind of thing for us. And can you guess what I am drinking oh, in favor of that? Oh, is that a kamikaze? Kamikaze on the rocks. Oh, that's when I first met you and yes, loved it you is. Was when you were drinking kamikazes. And I think that's the last time I I made one of these. And I can understand why it's the last time I made one of these. Why is these. it really strong? No, it's just like like it like it should be. What just is a shot. in a kamikaze? It's just vodka, triple sec. I squeeze the lime in, I put a little simple syrup in just to sweeten it up a little bit. But, oh, so it's sort of like a Cosmo without the cranberry. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So the cranberry helps. I'll bet it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So done. We in? Doing it? Happening? Am it's I? Happening. Do I need to? Get out of here. <laughs> no, I, not at all. It's not that kind. Listen, I know that. We, I, I know kidding. we've spoken about the underlying circumstances that there were a few years where, well, a year or two. I don't. I, I think, don't know. It's I actually think this is good because there's a lot I want to say about things that you've said over the last year. Oh shit! That I think is going to solve some issues between us about gambling. Oh, I'm so glad we're waiting for the podcast. Yes. To Okay. First time we're talking about this. Okay, but I've seen you gamble. So yes. there's only so much that you can say <laughs> okay. because I have witnessed it firsthand. Absolutely. Okay, and I love you. Okay. And I want to say Thank that. You. And, and And I also want to preface it that when you were going through all of this and I knew that you were going to Atlantic City and doing all this and we'll get into it all, my heart was breaking for you because I knew that you were you – were, so lost and not knowing what was going on and what I sometimes don't say about all of it in that moment it, you know when we're talking about the, when we did the guilt episode or whatever one of the things that doesn't manifest I think in all of it is that I um you know the whole time as much as I was angry at you like I was I I was so worried and heartbroken about you and I just wanted you to be better Okay. Yeah. Well, well, things are going to get cleared up, I think. Are they? I think so. Oh, okay. All right. So let's just, like, instead of dancing around it, let's just do it. We should do a podcast episode on ayahuasca. Well, after we do it. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Chelsea Handler recorded it. We should well, like podcast they were? it. Yeah, they recorded it. I haven't watched it. It's in her documentary oh, it's a video? from, like, 2016. Uh, they video yes, on it? Netflix, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. we should watch it. Let's watch it later. Okay. Uh, but we should podcast while we're doing it. Is it, it. real? Like, oh, she's for real. Okay. Because I, I like her. I'm like, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Is that I know condemning. she she's a lot to handle. I liked her That's show. That's why she's Chelsea Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, no, I like her. But she is a lot to handle for some people. But her, if she's, if nothing else, she is completely and totally transparent. Like, there's not. Mm-hmm. She's there's nothing she's not willing to say and it gets her in trouble. So, okay. What are your earliest memories of gambling? So you're asking me what I remember from gambling from the beginning. Yeah, both like both of us. Okay, I remember gambling from when I was even like a little kid going on cruises or vacations with my parents and like we'd have to walk through the casino. And I remember people staring like, get your kid out of here. Like your kid can't be. I was I don't know. 10, 11, and I was so excited to get like a quarter from my parents and put it in the slot machine and be able to pull the thing 
Yeah. And now can you even put quarters in a slot machine? I don't even Your know if you does, can. Your mom does, doesn't she? No, she doesn't put quarters in, I don't think. But she she pulls the lever and she yeah. con- counts that as exercise. <laughs> that right. That's her exercise right. for the day, Linda, who gets so, up at yeah. 4 p.m. And, and, and she honestly, she loves Atlantic City. Listen, when you're in Atlantic City... 4 p.m. is wake up time. Right. And yeah. and it's perfect for her because, yeah, nothing is even going on before 4 p.m. Like there's literally nothing to do but gamble in Atlantic City yeah. before 4 p.m. And right. she loves it. So from my earliest memories of gambling, all right, that wasn't gambling. I was just a kid. I was walking through. I no, loved the rush. I, like, I, I have felt, the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I remember being 11 years old. What? or 10, whatever age I was, and feeling that rush of putting the quarter in and pulling the handle and seeing what happens. Like, I remember loving that. Yeah. Yeah. But after that, when I turned 21, and it was legal for me to go to Atlantic City, but even before I met you, because we met at 21 for the third time or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. I would always go to Atlantic City with my friends before I met you. I may have had, you know, $200 in my pocket to go Wow, that's a lot. Well, I was working. I wasn't in school. No, I know. So I had money, you know. So I we would go down. I would go with maybe two or three friends. We would drive down, you know, at night and just pray that the 100 or 200 or $300 that we had in our pockets would last us. Because we didn't stay over. We didn't, like, you know, get a room and, you know, do a night out of it. We would just pray that it would last us long enough to have a good time. And usually... It did, and we would pull all nighters and get there at six at you know six at night and come home at six in the morning and drive home you know sober up you know because we would be we were twenty one no I wasn't on coke at this point but um we would drink all night and just gamble all night and three sober up two hundred bite me you don't have to say sober you were something you were no we never drove home drunk we never no 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 no. at that age we were not doing anything like that we we definitely stopped drinking by 4 (laughs) a.m and sobered up after three hours or four you know two hours and drove home and it come home be home at 11 o'clock and go to sleep that's my earliest memories of gambling i loved it like can you imagine doing that now can you imagine? I can't imagine staying up till four a.m. That's now. my point. Yeah. Like, can you imagine going like right now? If we left at six o'clock p.m., we left right now, went to Atlantic City, and gambled until like the sun comes up the next morning. But I would and then, then drive home. I would need to sleep the whole next we, day. No, we would need Two a next. week, right, to, to recover. recover. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So sounds fun though. It sounds incredible. Yeah. It sounds so. It fun. does sound fun. But like responsibilities are just too. Yeah. You know, like. No, I know the the ramifications of it and like coming home. I yeah, I remember when I was younger. So I had I always I always tell Adam about my grandfather, who I called Zeta. Uh when I was young, he was just the coolest fucking guy. Well, tell everybody ever. that's Yiddish for grandfather. Yiddish for grandfather, yeah. my Zeta. Uh my so here's the thing. My my parents, my my family's all from uh you're from Brooklyn. Mhm. We're all native, like, I mean, not native. We're, you know, native. Eastern European, but you know what I'm saying. We're, we're, we're tried and true New well, Jersey. Are both of New our, Jerseyans. Birth of, both, birth, both of our families are your Eastern European descendant, right? Correct. But after that, we're New Jerseyans. But you, your family is a Philly, Trenton Philly, family. Philly, Trenton, yeah. My family's Ch- a Brooklyn family. Yeah, Trenton yeah. makes the world takes. Mm-hmm. So my, my parents really grew up. My mom's favorite memories from when she was little is when she was in Atlantic City. And back then, it was a real resort town. 
There was there wasn't a casino in Atlantic City uh, until 1978. Wait a minute. Say that again. There was not a casino in Atlantic City ever built until 1978. So until 1978, it was a resort town. Like it was just a place that you went. They had a Maury's Pier. What about Boardwalk Empire? That was in like the twenties or thirties. But were those legal casinos? Oh, okay. You're saying yeah. like okay. Yeah, okay. I'm saying legal All like right. structures of and Boardwalk Empire is you know there's like a show on TV. It might not be real. No, but they're portraying reality right. in a drama right. setting. Right, but that was in Atlantic City. So. Every summer in the 50s and 60s, that's what they did. They went to Atlantic City, and that was just like, it was a beautiful family resort town. If you go to Atlantic City now and drive around. Beautiful. It's depressing. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's gotten terrible, but it, it's it's sad because so many casinos have closed. Um, you know, Vegas has maintained. Vegas, actually, I researched, they had their biggest year in 2006, was their biggest uh, winning, you know, like, uh, okay. and yeah, that makes sense right before 2008. Yeah. And big. for a long time, Atlantic city was able to keep up and even surpassed sometimes Las Vegas. But then after that, it just has, it's, it's sad now. There's very few casinos in Atlantic city that, e- that have remained open. Anything to do with the Trump hotels that were in Atlantic city? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There, I read an article about Trump in Las Vegas. We won't get into no. all that. Well, well, he's not allowed in Vegas. Right, he's yeah. not allowed to build anything. In Correct. Vegas. Was, well, yeah. he has no uh, casino wise. He does have condos, mm. but no casinos in Vegas. Well, in Vegas, I think there are a lot of structures that are just sitting there that haven't been touched That's in one years. Of them. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, but so for for me, when I was little and we would go to Atlantic City, my grandfather would take me. And you said you were ten or eleven. I was definitely younger than that. I was probably seven or eight, and I have some of my earliest memories of life are him taking me and picking me up so that I could put the quarters in. And this is before security cameras. And right now, you do that, you're fucked. Yeah, you can't do what we no did. way. Right, no way. You can't take your kids in now. Even if you're str- pushing a stroller through the casino floor and you stop for a second, security is all over you. You can't be here with your. Oh really? No, no, no. You can't. No, we've actually never taken our kids to Atlantic City. Why would we? Well, I, you say that, but I would like. To, no, we have one time. We had one time with my parents. We did. Well, but that's why it wasn't in the casino. But when you when you now go, you there, there would be no way of doing that now. But back then, it was very like nobody was yelling at you, nobody gave a shit. And I'll bet you, if like we went today and your kid, our kid, put a. All right, there's no more quarters in the machine. But if they put the quarter in the machine, you I don't know. It, I want to look. Next and time. you win. I bet you they wouldn't pay you because your kid put the quarter in the oh, machine. Oh well, that was the, yeah, that was the whole thing that my grandfather would always say: if you win, you have to run. <laughs> right, right, because there yeah. were no cameras, right. There were no cameras anywhere, and there was I mean, maybe one security guard per, I'm sure they were all in the high roller rooms, like we were just playing, you know, right. quarter slots or whatever, but that was a really amazing memory for me, and I feel like even from that time, I loved the thrill of it. I loved the thrill of what's going to happen and I'm taking a risk and even the risk of you're not supposed to be there and he's holding me up and then he runs me off. And then because even if there wasn't security, there were asshole other people who were like, your kid isn't supposed to be here. Get it. You know, so 
I liked all of that, even from a young age. And I say I tried young. I tried things very young. I first smoked when I was eight years old. I, I tried alcohol Can very you young. Imagine our eight-year-old smoking a cigarette. No, I cannot. <laughs> He's a baby. He's a baby. And our 11-year-old freaks out if he even thinks for a second that someone's smoking or whatever. So it's a different, uh, yeah, it's a different that, time. That's a whole other situation. I'm just picturing our 8-year-old. Mm-hmm. He's almost 8. Can you imagine? And I was about to use the excuse that he's a third child, but I'm a third child. Right. So it doesn't, yeah, so it doesn't fit. I was, <laughs> yeah. But that is true. Right? Think about that. Right. Yeah. But that just goes to show how normalized smoking was back in the day. Right. Because when I tried it, it was the early 80s or early to mid 80s. And it was it we had to hide, but it wasn't something that we thought was so terrible. It was something that we were just trying. And we went into the woods because we knew our parents would say, you can't do that. But we weren't worried about. No, if you were shunned. If you were caught, somebody would wave their finger at you and be like, no, 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 that's not right. a good idea. You know. Right. Where today you would like go to jail. But I knew at a young age that I liked all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did. I always had a sweet spot for the, uh, what's the word? Defiance. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the defiance the of it all. bad girl in you. Bad maybe, girl. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are, are you answering this next question or is it just for me? Do you have to tell me the question? Describe the feeling that I get in Atlantic City when I'm, you know, oh. and when I'm gambling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it for both of us? I think it's for both of us. I My feelings about Atlantic City have really changed over yes, the years. Yes, they have. All right. Why don't you get into that first? Why, why have they changed? Because when we used to go up until just three years ago, you loved it. I still want to go because I still like the feeling I get of the it's a nostalgia for me mm-hmm. and I do always want to support Atlantic City. I, don't, <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, you're, so you're so kind to. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't. I would be devastated, honestly, if there was no more Atlantic City. Like, I do feel like it's part of the culture of New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um. And and I do I love to go. Listen, there's great restaurants. There's not a whole other lot to do. Like when we go to Las Vegas, maybe we'll gamble the last thirty or minutes or an hour of the night. But you don't. We don't go there to well, gamble. Right, yeah, that was kind of one of the things I was going to get to. When, yeah. Like when we go to Vegas, we gamble like ten percent of the time. Right. Right. But we spend just as much money other places. Okay. We might as well be gambling. Okay. But just. We're talking gambling. Okay, so yeah. I love Atlantic City always. It has a, a spot in my heart. I love it. As I've gotten older, I have developed a sense of, I don't, first of all, I used to be a hardcore smoker. I talk about the fact that I do smoke sometimes. If I'm in Atlantic City, I'm going to smoke. Right. So if I'm going to Atlantic City, I am drinking i am smoking i'm spending money i shouldn't i am inside it's stuffy um i am not getting enough sleep i'm not having a good night's sleep like all these things where at 41 years old i am it it, it, i feel it i feel it all the next day i feel everything and the guilt of it that waking up in the middle of the night of oh fuck I smoked that pack of cigarettes or 
I ate, you know, you love that noodle bar. I ate noodles at 2 a.m. And I shouldn't care about the fact that I do that. But when you wake, you know, you know that middle of the night feeling where you're like, fuck, I did all this. So for me, I, I feel like if I have a weekend to go somewhere, I don't know that's where I want to go anymore because I don't, I would rather go somewhere where I don't feel like in order to keep up, I have to do all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't ever want to go. Like we have friends who we've gone every year with. Yes. I still would like to continue that. But once I walk into a casino, I become, okay, bring it. Yeah. Bring it. I love that. Right. But that's also one of the things about these places uh, that is a little bit problematic. Is like when you walk in and when you're there – you're never the drunkest person in the room. You're never the one spending the most money. You're never the one who's smoking the most cigarettes. You know, there's people doing all kinds of shit. And so it becomes normalized and it becomes that you can sort of do all this stuff and you're just an average schmo. Exactly. Yeah, I know. And that's exactly right. But but I'm at a point in my life now where in the moment it feels great. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm like, Fuck, I'm a 41-year-old fucking mom. So is everybody else in the casino. Uh, no, come on. All right, you know what I'm saying. No. Like it's a, no, that's the place to get away, to be the 41-year-old yes, mother who it, is yes. allowed to have three times a year. But we used to go do year. that once a month. Correct. Well, we, but you weren't a 41, 41-year-old mom when right. we did it once a month. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a lot more we're going to talk about this, mm-hmm. but we have to think Take a break first. Okay. So we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Wait till you hear what we have to say. (laughs) (laughs) We all know what it's like to have constant projects and drawings coming home. And our intention as moms and dads are good. We want to display all our kids' stuff, but there's oftentimes just not enough room for it all. I have three kids. Two of them are very into art, and they're always bringing home drawings and projects and... I don't I didn't know what to do with it all. It was all in piles in the closet or in the basement. But now with Archive, it makes it so easy to preserve and display your kids art in their gorgeous hardcover books. So they send you this box, this big box, and you can put anything in it. Drawings, cards they've made you when they were little. We put our sons, um, he was obs- he's been obsessed with Blue Man Group forever and he has all these drawings he did of Blue Man Group. We put all of them in and then you ship them off. Then you ship them off to Archive using the prepaid UPS label that they provide, and a professional photographer will photograph your the artwork and upload it to your account, so that you you can edit it and make sure that everything looks exactly like you want it to before they send you back the book, this beautiful hardcover quality book. And I have one. It's gorgeous. We're gonna do more. I'm gonna do it every year for the kids now because. It just makes so much sense. And we sent in trophies. We sent in ceramics. And what we got back is gorgeous. And the kids love to look through it. So go to archiveapp.com and use code MNM to get $20 off your Archive shipping kit. Archive app, that's A-R-T-K-I-V-E app.com and use MNM to get $20 off your Archive shipping kit today. Adam, do you know what every mom's best friend is? Me. I'm your best friend. (laughs) 
You you could be if uh well I'll let you know why. But Amazon Prime is every mom's best friend. Yeah. Because they're magically sh- like fast shipping. I always say there must be some magical Amazon fairy who just drops your stuff right. off because it's insane how convenient it is. And do you know what every mom wants their best friend to be? Well, if it's not Amazon Prime, then it's got to be some kind of jewelry or some kind of <laughs> fashion <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, that was a good guess. Well, yeah, Tiffany, because let's face it, beautiful and classic jewelry is such a wonderful excitement Man, in life. I'm good. Yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now with Noemi, the convenience, beauty, and luxuriousness of these two worlds have merged. If Amazon Prime and Tiffany had a baby, had a little love child, it would be Noemi. And what you do is you can pick designer rings in the finest quality in all sizes and have them shipped overnight without the 5 to 10 retail markups. It's the easiest experience in the fine jewelry industry that you could have. Yeah, I'm sold. If you can get jewelry (laughs) for like the fraction of the price that it costs for the real brand stuff, I'm in. Yeah, and they're they're gorgeous pieces and they're unique and original. And I don't wear a lot of jewelry. I've said it before, but I love Noemi's pieces because they're soft yet powerful. I've said it before. I love their elephant collection and their signature motif that brings luck, happiness, honor, and strength whenever they're worn. There's also the Love Your City and Love Your Mama collections. I love my mama. So you can really express yourself through these beautiful and unique pieces. And I'm always trying to buy from companies who are doing good things and helping to shift the way we do things on a more ethical level. And that is what Noemi is doing. Shipping is free overnight. So you can try anything and you have up to 60 days to return for a full refund. You can even return engraved rings. So head to hellonoemi.com. H-E-L-L-O-N-O-E-M-I-E dot com and use promo code M-N-M for $75 off any wedding band today. Again, head to hellonoemi.com and use promo code M-N-M for $75 off any wedding band. Shipping overnight is always free. Okay, back to how we feel in Atlantic City. But that's our gambling place, right? We're in New Jersey. We go to Atlantic City, Mm -hmm. right? There's a lot. Gambling, I want to say this quickly, is about a lot of different ways to bet money. For us, it's about going to the casinos in Atlantic City, right? There's, There's sports betting. There's tracks. There's, you know. Well, we also live near a bunch of horse tracks. Yes. We live near a car racing place. Yes. Like we have all, right, all that. So we'll, I'm going to get to that too. Oh, you are? Yes, I am. Damn. I told you. I did my you shit did here. did your research. Okay. All right. Going to Atlantic City. I fucking love it. I really do. <laughs> <No> <laughs> and can way. I say it any clearer <laughs> than that? I love I going just came. to Atlantic City. You really do love it. I do. I. It's my getaway place. It's my... I go there. You haven't been there in so long. It's been almost a year. <laughs> That's a long. Do you know to the week <laughs> of how many weeks it's been? Uh, it's um, one month and two weeks since I've been a year. For to how long City. have you been wanting to ask me if you could go, and you just haven't? Done Thirty it. seconds. Is, can I go, please? Right. <laughs> um, I, I I do. I really want to go back. I love going, but but all right. I'm not going to get to the butt yet. Sorry, that was that was too quick. That's what she said. How I how I feel when I'm there. It's my getaway place. It's the place that I can go that I can have my alone time. 
Or if I want, I can be social at the table. My alone time with 72 other bachelor parties going Well, on. that's my point. Like, I, if I'm at a table, like, I can be social if I want. And it's just about we're all losing or we're all winning. There's the camaraderie of yeah, being at the table. Like, I agree. And there- we're not talking about anything else other than the cards that were dealt or the mm. dice that were rolled. or the, Like, it's just... We're talking about the game. You become best friends. Yeah. I know. We're high-fiving. We're having fun. We're, you know, laughing. We're we're pissed off at the same time. Like, to me, that's the socializing that I like. Yeah. (laughs) Socializing, right? Socializing. Socializing. That, that, I want to be either alone and be in the zone and play my game, or I want to socialize in that kind of, like, I don't want to sit there and be like, Hey, how's work going? Like, what do you do for a living? Like, that's not what I'm into. So that's why for me, it's a perfect getaway because I can either play alone or socialize in the manner that I want to No, there's that feeling where you're at a table when everybody is in it. And it is, you know, you... Like I've had situations before where I've I've been sitting at a table with someone for two three hours, and you know I, all I I want them to keep winning because I don't want them to leave the table because I'm having right. so much fun with them, and it is sort of like a connection of okay we're in this together. Do you ever? You're not because you're not betting against each other, you know, especially like I love roulette. That's my favorite game. If you're if you're at a roulette table and you're all it's betting a soc- numbers, soccer's game by the way, you know that. I know it's yeah. one of the worst odds yeah. at the casino. Of course, I pick that, but I like that same. I like the picking the numbers and I do the birthdays and the, so. Uh, but there's something about fine. They're on these numbers. Oh, should I better get my my money on there and be on there too? And then if it comes out and we're both on there, we're fucking ecstatic. And yeah, it's a it's an experience. Also for me. I get lost in the cards. I get lost in the game. It it allows me to forget about life. It allows me to, like to forget about everything else. You're able to just lose yourself like while you're playing. But it's and it's an exciting moment when you're gambling, but then the moment when your card or your number doesn't come out. Uh, it, right. Of course. But the next card after that could Right, so you're always looking for that next right. possible win. But there's so much more to, like, for me going away, more than just the gambling when I'm in Atlantic City, like the food, the, the dinners, the mm-hmm. food. There's, yeah, I know we, you used to text them to me. All you the messaged time. me, be- I'm sorry, you messaged, I, I, you, you said before, I would go for a bowl of noodles. And that's, to me, just as exciting as playing a game. Like, it's my favorite food in the world, the shit food. Oh, come on. I love it. I love the shit food. I love the noodles. I love the noodle bar. But there's also really good food. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And after that, because that's just a snack. Then you go for dinner and you have incredible food, amazing steaks, amazing sushi, amazing everything. And I'm going to get into this more later, but the more you play, the more you're comped to get 
those things. If you lose $5,000, they well, will give you a $40 I was just going to say, for restaurant. air quotes, free, you get dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like Miles. You spend 150000 fucking dollars on your Amex, and they'll give you a free flight to California. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Same kind of thing. But another thing about it is that one thing that I love is it's kind of the only place you can go, and you wake up at whatever time it is. You can go down at 10 o'clock in the morning and go to the bar and have cocktails, <laughs> and it's kind of a normal thing. Like, everybody else there is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's... Again, a double-edged sword. All very fun, all very problematic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, then, We're going to get so many messages like, you endorse this? This is not good. No, it is not good in some circumstances. We went a long time with it being fine. Listen, you can't do this every day. You can't do this every week. Okay, well, can we get to that a little bit? Sure. Okay. All right. All right, look. Uh, I want to talk about us together, our experience. Okay, fine. All right. Yeah. So I I kind of got through how I feel. Did I I portray the the way I feel? I know you love Atlantic City so much, and I love being there together. We have had some, first of all, we've had some amazing sex in Atlantic City. Yes, we have. Uh, When you've been winning. When you've been winning. And we have heard (laughs) not some amazing sex when we were first. We'll we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, are you starting this off? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So our second date ever of our first time meeting. This is a big, this is a big uh, thing. Wait, for say me. this again. I'm sorry, I was looking at the uh, time here. Okay, our our second. So we we re met again. If you haven't listened to the back to the beginning episode, go listen to it. It's fun. It's all about how we met and everything. So our f- second time meeting. We pretty much fell for each other like the first night. It was pretty serious, pretty fast. Merchants in in New York City, which is no longer there. But we we fell for each other pretty fast. 13th Street. Was that right? Yeah, something like that. 13th and 6th or something. 13th and 7th. I I knew right away that you were not the, the... the same guy who I had dated in New York or in Princeton, or you're a different kind of, <laughs> <laughs> a different kind of breed. Yeah. Um, so our second date, you called me and you were like, do you want to go to Atlantic City? And I was like, okay. My experience with Atlantic City before this was that my family went every year. I got, you know, they I would get my $40 that... I would hope would last a whole night. Uh, you know, we've talked about my dad. It's like a really frugal guy. Mm-hmm. So it, there was never any big spending. It was literally me being at one of the cheapest casinos there that had a dollar table and me playing dollar hands all night to try to make $40 last. So that's my experience with Atlantic City. Even though I'd gone for years, that was my my experience. So we would go... And uh, no, so the f- you call me and you're like, do you want to go to Atlantic City? And I'm like, yeah, I fucking love Atlantic City. Thinking like, I'm like, I'm going to the ATM. I get my forty dollars out. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm ready. You know, I have my nice little outfit on. Or I look cute. We go. To, so you, we drive your dad's like little convertible right. to Atlantic City. And I'm like, damn, I'm like this is the shit. So we get there and we go to Caesars. Mm-hmm. 
at, I'd never been to Caesars before. I'd only been on to like uh, the cheap ass resort. You know, this is before like the Borgata and yeah. you know all that stuff. So I had only been, you know, I'd been to like the, you know, the cheap ass family resort. So we get there, we go up to the room. I walk into the room, which I'm used to. My parents would sleep in one bed. My sister and I would sleep in another. Like, we would share one small room. We get there. There's, like, a, a fucking dressing room, like, a mirrored ceiling with, like, the bed. And literally, I walk in, and I'm like, what the fuck? That was a big, like, nice room. It was a, yeah. I mean, by it was the nicest room I had ever seen in any hotel. So, from the second we get there, I'm like, shit i think i fucking love this guy (laughs) i'm like exactly i love him (laughs) so we go downstairs first of all i call my mom to tell her i got there which how she let me go to second date second date yeah second date i go to atlantic city with a stranger they've never met you before except for a cigarette hanging out of your mouth in high school and they don't remember I don't remember that. Either. We go downstairs, start gambling, and I'm at the craps table with you. I have no idea how to play craps. We all know I can't do math. Well, that's not how it went. Oh, you tell me. Okay. You were playing whatever the fuck you were playing, which is probably roulette. I was playing craps. And I was doing well. I was having fun. And then you came over to me and you were like, hey, I'm done. Yeah, I spent my $40. Yeah, I spent my $40. And I was like, I'm on a roll. Don't fuck me up here. And I started handing you hundreds. Hundred dollar bills. Yes. I had never seen. My grandfather (laughs) every year used to give us a hundred dollar bill. And we used to wait all year to get that hundred dollar bills. Yeah. So you can't Now you're giving me multiple hundred dollar bills and saying, go gamble with this. Uh, No. Not not go put it in your bank account. No. Go spend your, on your full winter wardrobe, which is what I used to do. I used to spend it on my full (laughs) Winter wardrobe. All right, picture. Go all right. gamble it. Picture the scene. I'm at a craps table. Picture I'm, it, Sicily. I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling. I'm having fun. And then you come up to me. And you're like, "Hey, I'm done." And I'm like, "Here's hundreds. Mm-hmm. Get away from me." And that's I, that's the gist of what everything yes. about it. And at that moment, I'm like, "Holy shit, he is in the mafia," and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was. <laughs> uh, it's like that scene. I always equate it to that scene in Goodfellas where Karen. You know, that's her name, right? Karen, yes, of course. The wife. Yes. Uh, if you have not seen Goodfellas, oh, come on. So Nobody's not seen Goodfellas. I don't know. So the scene where she, he's like, she, he's, she needs money, and he hands her like a, what's the scene? You probably know it better than yeah. I do. She says, I need money to go shopping. He says, how much? And she puts her fingers like this, like an inch apart. And he's like, I don't know. And she goes down on him. And she goes, he goes, she goes well, down on him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I felt that. Right. Yeah. I felt that big time. And the fact, and there was a, there a part, a part where they're walking through the kitchen to the back room and everything. And she says, I was turned on. And that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I could be a mafia wife. Yeah. In that second, I was sort of like, holy shit, I can go and spend $400 on gambling and he doesn't give a shit. Fucking sign me up, bitch. <laughs> and I was paying you $400 to leave me alone because I was rolling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, you probably didn't even care if you got sex later. You were just like, just. So I felt that for a second. And I was sort of like, this is something I have never experienced before. And it's so fucking exciting. And it's such a turn on. 
Gambling is a fucking... If you win. If you win, it's the biggest turn on ever, and you're going to have the best sex ever. <laughs> if you lose, fuck you. Well, I am still up forever. So... We'll, we'll get to that later. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. You are not up forever. I am, and we'll no, we'll, you're not. We'll talk about it later. We're gonna keep going, but we're gonna take another break, and we'll be right back. Okay. It's always really nice when we get feedback about anything for the podcast. When people are really nice and they send us messages, and I love connecting with everybody. But one thing that's been really nice also is when people reach out to give us po- positive feedback and tell us how much they love some of the products that we're, you know, that we're talking about on our show. And Greenlight Card is definitely one of those. We get, I get messages all the time from parents saying, oh my God, you're right. You have not been exaggerating. It is a life changer. Yeah, people love the Greenlight they Card. They love yeah. it. And it's such a no-brainer because it's so easy to use. It's great for the kids. If they lose it, you don't have to worry. You just, at a click of a button on your phone, you cancel the card. The great thing about Greenlight is you can do anything with a click of a button on your phone. It, you can transfer money in and out. You can see what they're spending, where they're spending, how they're spending. So it's all right there on your phone. It's just so easy. Right. And for four ninety nine a month for That's up crazy. to five I mean, kids. It's so cheap. It is so cheap. And like you said before, and you made such a good point last time. Thank you. You said <laughs> you said that we would be spending so much more otherwise because we wind up giving them all this money here and there and not really being able to keep track of what we're giving them. And now we th- we know that we don't have to give them extra money because they have money in their Greenlight account if they've been hopefully earning it. Right. So if you head to greenlightcard.com slash marriage, you can get your first month free. And then every month after that is only $4.99 per family for up to five kids. Up to five kids. Up to five for just kids. For $4.99 Oh, a month. my God. Insane. insane. Go there now. Yeah. So greenlightcard.com slash marriage. First month free, $4.99 per family up to five kids after that. I think you know that I am the type of mom who doesn't buy anything that's hand wash only. I don't like any special instructions. I'm not the kind of person. Do you know how to like, hand wash only? Uh, I don't think you do. I, I I've seen it some in like some old. I'd love to movies. see with one of those boards that people scrub right, up and down against. Right. Yeah. No. No. I, I would happening. have no idea. But because life is hectic enough already, I don't need to add anything to complicate it and follow directions. <laughs> and okay. Just not into it. So when I found out about Ruggable. I was like, this is my dream come true. I am so excited about Ruggable because we have a Ruggable rug in our family room. Mm -hmm. And now don't you want to put it in every room room in in the house? house Because I don't worry about it. No, absolutely not. With our two dogs, with our three kids, I don't worry about the rug getting messed up. Right. And our dog who's afraid of thunderstorms so comes in and poops on the carpet. Exactly. Yeah. And we come in here every day and are like spraying it and trying to get it to smell better. And it's really hard. And do you know how much money we spent on getting our rugs professionally clean. Please or how don't many, tell anybody how much I know. Spend. Or how many times I've walked by our rugs and thought, oh, I should probably get those clean now. Or how much these rugs cost in the beginning. Right. Don't tell anybody and about that, And Ruggable's rugs are gorgeous and affordable, and they are machine washable, people. Throw it in the washing machine, throw it in the dryer, and lay it back out like new. Even an 8 by 10 area rug fits in a standard washer dryer. All ruggable rugs are resistant to spills and stains, coffee, wine, juice, just about anything without the stress, and they are non-toxic, making them completely safe for your kids and pets. They have so many beautiful designs ranging from boho chic to traditional to modern, 
all made in the U.S. I love that. So go to MyRuggable, M-Y-R-U-G-G-A-B-L-E, MyRuggable.com slash marriage for 15% off your order and free shipping will automatically be applied to your purchase. But that offer is only applied if you go to MyRuggable.com slash marriage. Ruggable is washable, livable, and lovable. Okay, so now I want to start. We've spoken about all the fun we've had in Atlantic City and Vegas and everything. And we have. We've had, we have some great memories. And before we had kids and we could spend the money and be a little bit more, um, like, I don't know, what's the word? Like, not frugal, but right, um, the opposite of frugal. (laughs) We could be, uh, well, we, I don't know. We were, we, we went a little crazy. We did. Right, but we could. Like, it didn't matter. We didn't have repercussions. Well, listen, there were a, gazillion smarter things we could have done with our money right and i do respect people who say oh i don't gamble because i work so hard and i don't want to lose it and i get that i get all of that 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 is not you know it it, people work hard yeah i i completely agree with what you're saying but that that statement reminds me of my dad because he would always he worked you know just as hard as any other entrepreneur out there made a lot of money and he would spend money on stupid shit, you know, like expensive cars, ridiculous expensive vacations. But when I said my jeans cost $80, he would say like, what are you crazy? What's the matter with you? Like, why would you mm-hmm. spend? So some people have different views on how they want to spend right. their money, whether they're wasted or, you know. Yeah. And, and I don't, I, I think we shouldn't judge no matter what. Of course I not. think, I think it's people make different decisions and it, however we choose to spend our money is nobody else's business. Absolutely. Yes. But in this case, it did get to a point where we talk about all the fun and everything. It went off the rails. And we spoke about the fact that you and I both have a tendency of we can get into uh, something where we take it a step too far. But I think that's <clears throat> for me, <clears throat> excuse me, why I wanted to stop going to Atlantic City so much is because I started to feel way more bad being there than good. I started to feel like it was it had it had been enough. It had gone too far. Now we had kids and we needed to save money. And so as much as I enjoyed being there, I knew it was no longer a good, healthy place for me to be. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand. So when when your dad. So for a long time, we would go when the kids we would go once few times once or twice a year maybe after a certain point mm-hmm. right like we weren't going all the time there definitely was a time when we were dating we were going all the time so f- fast forward to the time when you we, we were struggling with everything that was going on in our relationship and you were having this internal struggle of you had lost your dad and now you take over the business and there's so much responsibility with that and now you're a husband with three kids and we were we we had already encountered some financial difficulty and you decided that you were going to your new escape your new thing was going to be going to Atlantic City all the time mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was an active decision but you would on a thursday come home and say i'm going yeah i got to a point where i just needed the escape i needed the getaway maybe that was my chasing my high kind of thing chasing my addiction of 
it's time. I got to go. I got to get away. It's becoming a normalized thing for me that it's two weeks later or three weeks later. I need to get away. So I, number one, I, I think Atlantic city, that's my go-to place. That's my escape place. I don't, I don't have other places or hobbies or things that I escape to. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. So that became the place and which, you know, um, you and know, you so would ask me to go. You would be like, I'm going. You want to go? Yes. And I don't know if you would ask me out of guilt that, oh, I should ask her or if you really wanted me there. But I was sort of like, no, I can't fucking pick up and go to Atlantic City right now. Like we have three children. What? Yeah. So for for me, I, I was watching you go. And a little bit at the time, I I enabled you because I, I didn't say no. I was number one thinking to myself, you were going through all this stuff. And I was a stay at home mom. I think I was feeling a little bit of guilt that you were working so hard and dealing with all this stuff. Not that I wasn't working hard, but I felt like, oh yeah, he should be able to go and get away. Number one. And number two, I think for a little while it was easier to just have you out of the house. There was a time when it was just easier when you were gone. That makes complete sense. Looking back, I understand that. And to your first point, I did want you to come with me because I love, like, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't escaping you. I wanted us to be there together because I love that just as much as, or more right. than Right, and me I kind of know myself. that too, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So right. I wanted you there. Okay, so when you say you were up forever, you're up forever in Atlantic City or gambling, a little backstory. I think we're going to tell the whole story on Patreon, yeah. um, the long version of the story with details. But the, the, the short version is that in Vegas, uh, in 2007 or 2008, yeah, 2008. Um, you won $1.2 million. Yes. Okay. Fast forward ahead, bunch of bad financial decisions. <laughs> we no longer have whatever money came out of that. So when you say we're ahead, no. Maybe you're ahead in gambling that maybe you haven't lost back $1.2 million. But no, we're not ahead because we don't have the money to gamble. Right. It, it's it, it's kind of like a stupid joke that I it was... It was a really dumb, stupid th- joke. ...saying that no matter how much I play, I'm still yeah. ahead in gambling, not but in life But that was your finances. mentality with it. Correct. And that's why when you would go to Atlantic City... And I don't know how much you lost. I have seen you bet big hands. I know what you're capable of. And I don't know when you were drunk in the middle of the night and thinking, fuck everything what you were putting down. I think you might think it's more than it actually was. Not, not that that's an excuse it or it matter. doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't at matter. At this point, it doesn't matter. Right. So whereas w- when you came home one night, finally, I would know when you had lost everything because you would be, you would walk in the door at 3 a.m. when you were supposed to be sleeping over. Yeah. And you would walk in at 3 a.m. and I'd be like, fuck, he just lost all his money in, you know, however many hours. And now he's home and I have to deal with, him being home and being upset that you had lost and your trip sucked. And so there were so many layers to it. And did I, I do that? Yes. Did I like come home and be pissed and upset about? Yeah. The next day would be a little bit like I knew that you were upset. Okay. And I, maybe part of it was you were upset, like you didn't want to be home and you didn't want to. But you were definitely, I was definitely dealing with, first of all, when is he going to, he's going to decide he wants to go away again. And you would come home and you would say, I'm done. I'm done doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. Like it's dumb. Right. And then two weeks later it would be, I'm going again. Yeah. So I know a lot of the addiction was also just the escape. I think the gambling was one of the symptoms of it, that you were in Atlantic city and that's what you do there. That's all that there is to do there. And I think there was just this fuck everything mentality anyway. Yeah. I, I didn't, 
I never considered myself a gambling addict because I didn't say I need the gamble. I need to go play. I need like that wasn't my first thought. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love doing it and I enjoy it. So I'm going to Atlantic City. So that's what I'm going to do. But it, it was a symptom of the main issue, which was the escaping. Right. Because like, like I just said, I, I never I never once said to myself, I need to go gamble. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't it. But I did one night, the the night where I said to you about everything, I will leave you when it finally got to be just too much and I couldn't take any more and I didn't know what to do. And I had looked into 30-day rehabs and I had looked into, you know, programs for you to go to just because with everything, you needed like a a life detox. You needed a detox from everything. Mm -hmm. And I, that was my next step if this didn't work because I knew you weren't going to let me leave. That I did know. I know that that would have been easy for me to do. Yeah, absolutely. If I really wanted you out, you would have been happy to Uh, walk away. Not happy. I don't don't mean happy. You would have been, you would have walked away. Right. But I know you didn't want me to. And I know that I had a little bit of, of leverage in the fact that if you thought, if I, I had never used divorce, I'd never thrown around divorce before until that night when I said, I will divorce you. And I think when I said that, your whole like your blew your mind yeah because I'd never said that before and I really meant it at that moment because I couldn't take it anymore and we still struggled I don't want to make it like it was like this magic moment of we still struggle I think we always will I think that we'll it'll be great times like we talked about at the beginning of the episode you know the the uh, that there's really fun and good times and there's hard times that come from everything too and this was a really really awful time and You haven't, you have, the only, the only cure for the gambling thing and the only way I could trust you was for you not to go ever. And you haven't. No. Right. That you kind of stopped cold turkey. Like. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I I looked back realizing, number one, I look at money a lot differently now than I was doing at that time. Yeah. Because I'm, not to say that I have a clear head, but I, I can at least see what was going on and notice how wrong that all was. Yeah. So, um, I, Look, I would love to still go back. I, I think we'll talk about that more too on the Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about how you and I, what what our feelings are about going forward, about Atlantic okay. sitting and that kind of stuff. But for now, no, I knew I, 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 I had to stop my tracks and say, what I'm doing is fucking wrong. And if I continue on this route, you're gone. And my kids are gone. And like, is going to Atlantic City worth like losing everything that I have? Mm-hmm. So... I just stopped, and I don't want to make light of saying that I just stopped. I always, in the back of my mind, would love to be able to go or love to go and play, but I know it's it's not it's it's more than not necessary. It's because of my past with it. So it was kind of easy for me to just say, "All right, I'm not going." You know, right. and also <laughs> one small contributing factor to it is also we, we spoke about before that we both love smoking cigarettes when we go to Atlantic City and I, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So that's kind of a, <laughs> like, if I, I don't want to go there and not smoke. Right. And I won't. You know right. what I mean? So that kind of right. loses some of the fun for me. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's that's part of it. But 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 getting back to it, um, it was kind of an easy stop for me. Yeah. Like I said, not that I don't want to go. Right. I do. Right. But I'm fine. And there and it might not be for some people because for you, it was, it was about, like, that. this whole time period was about more than the gambling, more than the drinking, more than the uh, what, whatever you were doing that you shouldn't have been doing. It was, I think it was even bigger than that. It was about just 
just pretending that reality didn't exist. Yes, that's exactly. And, and, and trying to get, and I knew that. I knew that these were all aspects of the bigger thing of you wanting, which is why I had the idea for the podcast and why I wanted to come up with other ways for you. Like I, you needed to, you needed to take that energy or such negative energy that you were putting into these wasteful things that you were doing. You needed to have an outlet for that energy that was still fun, which the podcast is still fun. That would be kind of exciting. Um, yeah. I, I, and put good use to my talents and my, my passions. Right. Which is what this podcast is because I'm able to You're doing, doing yes. everything that I love with computers and yeah. all this editing and yeah. the website. And, and had all that. this not worked out and had you not liked it or had it not worked and you were still doing that, I don't know what I would have done. It, I, I came up with the idea and it worked. We were really lucky that I was really lucky that that happened. I know that's not always the case and there there's people need to get help and people and that was the direction I was going with you. I was absolutely 100% one step away from sending you to a rehab program. Did you have other ideas in mind? Like if it wasn't a podcast, what what else could it I, have been? You know, I I don't know. I I just I I didn't really have a lot of other ideas and I I didn't know I didn't know what I was going to do if this didn't work. That was probably going to be my next step was to just get you a way to just have time to think and realize and not be able to escape everything that was going on mm -hmm. and I think I would had I would have had to do more research but I think going away for a little bit and it would have been really hard because it would have been hard to explain to the kids and to everybody else but you got to do what you got to do and I would have done it and I would have explained and I would have been open about it with people. But I think that it would have given you that time to think and really be with yourself. Like you were constantly escaping yourself too because you were, you, you were, you weren't clear headed. Well, yeah. When, when I'm away, I'm not me. Right. You know, because that's what led to a lot of the stupid mistakes that I've made is because when you drink that much, you rationalize things in your in your mind yeah. that make it so you tell yourself that the what whatever you're gonna do is you know betting this much money or whatever you know keep drinking or but you're rationalizing in your mind that it's fine it's okay like yeah. you, you deserve this or you whatever you're saying to yourself right and you believe it yeah. and then when you get clear headed and you think back you're like what the fuck was I doing like how could I but in the moment you can't you, you can't get past that rationalization right just, and I think that. When we were going once or twice a year and we were choosing to gamble a little bit, like I said, I don't think anybody should judge anybody for how they, I'm not endorsing gambling and by any means. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it was something that we did and enjoyed and we were able to keep it relatively, uh, you know, streamlined. It was pretty okay for a little while and then it went off the rails. So yeah. um, I, I know if there's anybody out there, I, I just I feel for anybody who is dealing with any any kind of I mean, you were addicted to this idea of escapism and, and getting away from it all. And it became a normalized way of life. And it was devastating. And I, I feel for anybody who's going through it. I I, I, I I don't know what else to say except that. You need to that, you know, that there is help out there and that 
that would have been my next step and I would have done it. It would have been really hard. And like I said, I would have probably felt a lot of shame at first just from the judgments and everything. And you probably would have felt a lot of shame. But you also have to do what you have to do. And and um, well, yeah, I mean, the the feeling of shame and going through whatever you have to do to get better is way better than going down the same path and fucking it all up. Right. And the, also the thing is, I mean, here we are, we say everything and then you find that other people are like, oh, yeah, me too. So you, you maybe you're not maybe you're not going to be uh, uh, confronted with shame. Maybe people are going to actually say, wow, yeah, I've been through that, too. You'll find your support group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to get into the serious aspects of it because it can become a problem. It did become a problem. Um, you know, my plan A happened to work. It wasn't perfect. It's not perfect. We're still struggling. I'm still nervous as fuck to talk about all of this sometimes because you don't know what people are going to say or the backlash is going to be, and we're doing our best, and it's vulnerable, and it's hard, but we want to do it. Um and so, yeah, I just think when it comes to the, as always, more support, less judgment for from everybody. That's what we need to be doing for everybody out there. So if you hear anybody else's story, be supportive, no judgments. And, you know, that's the first step to helping everybody get better, because I think one of the one of the reasons why people oftentimes don't seek help is the shame of it. And the, oh, my God, people are going to know now that there's a problem or and there shouldn't be that shame. And we're here telling our story that hopefully someone else will be able to say, oh, shit, I, I do need to get that person help or I do need to get help. Or, and that would you know, that's that's where we need to be at. We need to be supporting each other. And yeah, uh, look, we from what and I hate to sound preachy. <laughs> right. But one thing that we've found since doing this podcast and finding our community and listen, everybody's got their shit. So don't ever judge anybody else based upon what they're going through. Right. Because you're going through something too, for the most yeah. part. And maybe it's worse than you actually think it is. And mm -hmm. your problems are just as bad. If you're going through this, if you have a spouse who's going through this, um, I think that the way Danielle handled it was, was perfect. I mean, you know, you enabled me for a while, but I did. But that was your I learning. wasn't able to, I, but I also didn't know what to do. But that's my set. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That you you had to learn how to handle this. So, at, at first, at the first moment, you you don't have the answers. So you, you enable it just because you don't know any other way. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on and and it keeps happening, you're you're struggling with yourself to to how do I fix this? How do I? Mm -hmm. so, so you have time to think about this and what you want to do, and. If, if your spouse is going through this, a little bit of tough love is okay. Like, mm -hmm. you let me have it. I did. Big time. Big time. Many times. Mm -hmm. And that's what did it for me. Mm -hmm. Like you said before, the first time you mentioned divorce, so the first time you screamed or that primal rage came out of you, like, mm -hmm. I was scared. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. so you scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And it was a different kind of screaming. We talk about the fact that I am a screamer, it, but it no, was a different kind of No, this was primal scream. This yeah. was, like, down from the guts. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know your situation. If you have, if you're going through this, you you, you got to talk to them. And it's okay to be mad. It's okay to, because at first for me, when you were talking to me like this, that was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Oh yeah. You were super defensive. Defensive about I know. everything. We make it sound like it was one night and like, oh, no. everything was better. Oh no. This was like a process. Oh, it yeah. was a big process. At first, I, 
I was so incredibly angry with you. And I'm like, she I'm can't exhausted fucking just thinking talk about to it. me like this. Yeah. Well, what is this shit? I'm the, I work all day. Fuck this. And then as time goes on, the more I think about it, you know, like mm-hmm. I realize well, maybe I deserve that shit. Yeah. You know, so I accept it more and more as it's going on. And finally, yeah, this was a long process. This mm-hmm. wasn't overnight. No, it wasn't. And, and I feel like we're still, I, I, we're, well, you said, like you said, we'll talk about it in the Patreon episode, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Do I want to go to Atlantic City again? I do. I, I don't know. What do I do? Am I going to take your credit card, your debit card, or do I try? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to go to Atlantic City yet. I think I, we, we need to figure it all out. For, it would have to be some kind of major planning. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> But well, I have ideas, but I'm saving <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. No, good ideas. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, but I, I I, didn't, I know at the beginning you said, am I throwing you under the bus? No, I'm not throwing you under the bus because we all go through, I mean, we all go through shit. And I say on Instagram all the time, and I'm sure I've said it in other episodes, till death do us part. I mean, hopefully is a long fucking time to ask somebody not to make some big mistakes. And even through that time, as much as at times I hated you and the rage inside me, and and I'm no picnic either. I don't want anybody to think I I'm certainly uh, yeah. have made my fucking I'll mistakes vouch for too. That. Yeah, but going through all that, one thing that I would constantly think to myself is, I, I missed you. You weren't you. That wasn't Adam. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my Adam. That was something else was happening and. I did know that I still loved you and I wanted to work it out and I wanted to stay. I didn't want to leave. I did not want to leave. But had you not been willing to work on it, I would have had no choice. Um, yeah. 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 If it wasn't, if, if this podcast didn't start. Yeah. I don't know. Right. And so thank, I also want to say thank you to everybody out there for supporting us and for, you know, letting us tell our story. And um, I hope you guys are okay with like, I know after the second break, <laughs> things changed like yeah. dramatic. Like we well, stopped we on a dime to. here. I needed to. I know, but we wanted to talk about the fun that we've had and what gambling yeah. has meant to us personally. And we have had a lot of good memories with Atlantic City and going. And there was a time when, uh, listen, I don't, oh, I think we went and it was fun and it was fine. And that was our outlet. And mm-hmm. it was great for a little while. And then it turned bad. Yeah. So, but maybe it could be that again. Okay. Well, let's just uh, <laughs> one one step yeah, at a time. Just, uh, <laughs> I do just want to reiterate that if you are going through it, in my position as someone who has a spouse who is going through any kind of addiction, whether it be gambling or you know, anything, that for me, I we had our, our own situation and we had a very unique story. Everybody's story is different. And there is help out there. Please don't be ashamed to get help. Reach out. We're, I'm actually going to put some resources in the show notes, and I'll put some um, on our website maybe we can put them up. But there are so many places to reach out, and so many people go through this. Just unfortunately not enough people are willing to tell our stories. So it feels like you're alone in the moment, but you're not. So many people go through this, and it's okay, and it's okay to get help. There's no shame in it. And um, I'm here if you, you know, need to reach out as someone who has gone through it. And um, just please go go do what you have to do and get the help you need. All right. Well, th- well, thanks so much for, you know, 
staying till the end here. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was this second part here was a lot this harder. Is a, this was a really hard thing, a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. The first part was fun because those are all fun things. This was much definitely. Yeah. By the way, help. everything that we talked about in the first half, we're not endorsing. We're not. No, <laughs> that, no that we just, started to get n- nervous about that. Yeah. And that's not what we were doing. No, we're just we're, talking about our experiences yeah, and the so fun we've had together. We're not experts. And that is what this is. We are okay. not experts. All right. Okay, we're, we have, by the way, a lot more fun and even maybe a little more serious to talk about with gambling. There's so much that we have yeah. that we did not even touch upon yet. We are going to put it um, on Patreon at some point soon. So head over to patreon.com slash marriage and martinis. I'll put the links up everywhere for that too. And uh, this was fun and serious. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.